Hi there, Ali Clark here with you. Andy Ballin here too. Shane Lowe here as well. Oh, we caught up with the winner of Big Brother, the wonderful Reggie. <gasps> I must admit, I didn't watch any of it this season, but I still remember wonderful Reggie from the very first time when Big Brother was massive. Yes, and we also had two women on uh, to reunite them after a five-year grudge. Mm, we tried to go well. Really. Plus, we also found out some interesting things that you didn't know about your parents. Oh, what about Shane Lowe's girlfriend's parents? Yes, Ooh. got a bit saucy, guys. You'll hear that coming up. All right. Now, yesterday Beth called in about a five-year grudge with her best friend of 30 years um, after she said Katie had stolen her baby's name. Now, when she said that, we all had a bit of a giggle. And she said, look, I know that why people on the surface would laugh at that, but when you actually hear how special that name was to her family, you start to understand the emotion involved, right? Mm. They still haven't spoken for five years, but Katie really wanted to try and work through it with her, and Beth agreed to this phone call. So, hey, Beth, how are you? I'm good. How are you? All right. How are you feeling? Because you know that we've got Katie listening to this. Um, I'm still really upset, I'm not going to lie. Um, and I'm actually really... It's been five years, so I'm a little bit nervous to about it because I am still really passionate about the fact that she hurt me and she stole my dad's name. Like, Okay. Now, yeah. Katie, you're here... You've just Hi, heard everyone. where Beth's coming from. So, you, you know, you, when you spoke to us, you said you were open to trying to repair this. What do you want to say yeah. to Beth? Um, oh, my gosh. Uh, I'm, I'm actually very nervous as um, yeah, Beth of course, said. you both would been, be. been many, many years. After being, like, in, absolutely inseparable for, for so long, um, I'm feeling very nervous. But, um, I've, of course, like, I'm sure you m- may have heard a little bit, Beth, also, hi. Um, this is really weird. Um I'm sure you heard a little bit yesterday, but I stand by what I did, but I am really, really sad and really sorry for the loss of friendship is um, the main thing. And I'd prefer to do this in person, really, but I'll take this if this is, you know, all I can get. Um, I'm really hoping you just maybe rethink it. Yeah, but do you understand where I'm coming from, though? You knew that this was really important to my dad and to my family, like... It was his dying wish that his first grandson be named after him. And we discussed this so much. Like, you knew that that's what he wanted, and you still did it. Like, I I don't understand. I can understand that. But from my perspective, I was... I, I, I really was stuck between a rock and a hard place with, between you and my, my husband. I, it meant a lot to me, too. But I, I guess I just, at the time, thought... Uh, you know, you know how you are when you've got like wild pregnancy hormones as well. Like I'm, I know it's not an excuse, but yeah. I was kind of, I kind of thought um, I'd rather ask forgiveness instead of permission because I knew what you would say. I knew that you would absolutely say no. I thought I'm just going to do it. But the fact that you still don't understand what you've done, like the reason mm-hmm. why I didn't end up calling Mason Oliver was because I thought maybe one day I'll get over this and we won't have two sons running around together named Oliver. Like, but mm. I just, I can't get over it. My mum's still really upset about the whole thing. Like, you really hurt my family. Like, it's, it's gotten to the point where it's not about the name anymore. It's the principle of the thing and the fact that you can't understand where we're coming from. So, Beth, so Beth Katie is obviously saying now that she would have handled it differently. I think, Katie, from what I'm hearing from you, you're saying that 
you still wanted, you know, this was really important to your husband and that's where you felt a little bit crushed between both sides. Um, but maybe if you had sat down and spoken about it as opposed to just thinking, oh, she'll be right, mate, that this could have gone in a different way. Would that be fair? I, that would have been freaking amazing. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, I, to be honest, I wouldn't have changed other than losing my friend. I would have done the exact thing. Why is it so but I would important rather not to you and your husband? I don't understand why that name was so important to you guys when you knew that was my dying dad's wish. Like, and mm. you were important to my dad as well. Like, you're not his daughter, though. So why would you take his name? That's what I'm really upset about. That's what my mum's upset about. That's what my husband's upset about. Like, yeah, you know, it's not it, his, it was something it so special. It's not his, I understand, it's not his, only his name. It's in, at the end of the day, it, it is just a name. I wouldn't. I could never have foreseen that you would stop speaking to me over a name. I, I just could. I can't. I just, yeah, it's, I'm, the I'm thing is, it's not a grudge anymore. It's the principle of the thing, and the fact that you still can't understand what you've done. Um, I just. I don't want to speak to you about it anymore if this is the way it's going to go. Like, okay. we just keep going around in circles, and I'm just done. You're not hearing what I'm saying, so I'm done. So, good luck with everything, and yeah, bye. Katie, I'm sorry that didn't go the way that you would have hoped. Um, ah, that's okay. Oh my gosh, I just feel like I feel like am I missing something? I don't. Did she? Is yeah. she still online? No, she she's out? she's gone. She's gone. Um, and I know that you would hope that this might be the opening to be able to repair that relationship, but I think from the sounds of it, it's mm. yeah, it's draw a line in the sand and and it's time to move on from it. And mm. I'm really sorry that there couldn't be any sort of recourse on that. But it, listening to it, obviously you're coming from two very different places, and maybe there's not a bridge that's going to get mm. you there. I'm sorry, Katie. I really no, had I hopes that we might have been able to help. Thank you so much, guys. Sorry, I'm like on the verge of tears. I don't no. know. Uh, thank you that. so much for your help, though. I really appreciate it. And, you know, hopefully, <laughs> I mean, I'm still going to hold on to a little bit of hope. Okay. See you, Katie. Thanks. Last night, this happened. The winner is... Reggie! Yeah, the one person we probably all remember from Big Brother from when we actually watched it way back <laughs> then. Reggie Bird won it for the second time. First person in the world to do it. And here she is. Good morning and congratulations. Oh, good morning and thank you so much. Oh, come on. Until your name came out of Sonia Kruger's mouth, did you ever really think you were going to win this? No, I didn't. I didn't have it. I didn't even want to get that thought in my head. I really didn't. I thought, I reckon in my, I was going, Johnson's got this for sure. Johnson's got it. So, yeah, no way I thought that this was going to happen again. So it has. Now what do you do, Reggie? And what are you going to do with the cash? Oh, look, I am going to use that money for a deposit to try and get a place for me and my kids. I mean... Most people, Reggie, might say they'd go on a holiday or have a massive party, but I mean that kind of that 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 kind of shows exactly where you've come from and what's important to you, isn't it? Which is part of why I think you won this. Oh, look, yeah, look, I've been I've been renting for t- over ten years now, and um and and there's no way in hell the bank's going to give me a loan <laughs> on my pe- on my pension. So yeah, that yeah. was my goal. Was it's, it's now a bit harder now, you know, after COVID, all the prices have gone through. The 
the bloody roof, so... (laughs) 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 All right, so first things first, Reggie, get yourself somebody who you can trust who knows about finance, I reckon. That's the number one. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, oh gosh, yes. Yes, I definitely need to do that because last time... um... Well, that's right, Reggie. I mean, a con man took off with some of your last winnings. Then your littlest man was diagnosed with cystic fibrosis. And obviously, we've heard a lot about your vision failing and how hard it is for you. In those challenges, it was super tough because I couldn't really see, um, oh gosh, you know, because I've got no peripheral vision. Um, I, I can't see beside me or above, below and all that. But yeah, I just gave it my all. And when I was in the house and once I knew where things were, I sort of like remembered like oh, I had to remember like there's a step into the bathroom and I had to remember, yeah, steps outside and but. Oh, look, I just I just got on with it and tried to make the most of it and have fun in there and, and um, that's what I did. You've now become the first person in the world to win this competition twice. Why do you reckon people like you so much, Reggie? Um, I... I think it's because I, I am me. I'm not fake, and and I and I say it how it is. I'm a genuine, down to earth person, and I think a lot of people love that. Like they love the real and rawness of of me. So. You, what, what you get is what what is it what you see is what you get is that, yeah. Is that the best yeah that's the way oh, that's God. the way yeah 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 there's no oh I was about to swear then there's no crap about me so <laughs> <laughs> no. Reggie yeah. I tell you what there, it is absolutely clear that you are not one of the people who was doing this for Insta followers or anything like that but damn straight you oh, need no. to get yourself on social media so we can follow you with your pearls of wisdom because oh. you're a delight <laughs> oh thank you I'm on social media and on yeah. like with my Insta mainly like I just post stupid memes and um <laughs> And people a laugh, so that, that's what they love. Like I, I just love to give people a laugh. Yeah. Well, you certainly have done that. Congratulations, Reggie. And genuinely, I really hope this helps sets you and your gorgeous family up now. Um, in a time that you know you've been through the absolute ringer. So oh. yeah, I hope it's onward and upward for you here, doll. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you. I'm, I'm just so glad I went back and did it again. Did you ever look at your parents and then find out something about them and think, I don't know you at all? I went home um, a couple of weeks ago. Um, The parents and my brother all went through COVID, so I needed to get up there and make sure that they were all okay. And, you know, we were chatting and we spent a long time because they couldn't, you know, they didn't feel comfortable to go out and they were worried. So we actually spent a lot of time just sitting around at home. And so... The stories about what it was like when they were younger started coming out. I don't know if you do that with your parents oh, at yes. all, where you sit down and oh, yes. you, you might just be well, subjected to the <laughs> yeah. shame rather than asking for them. Um, but in my head, my mum loved Nana Muscuri. She had the str- she looked like Nana's Muscuri. She was a goody two shoes. She, you know, basically was a straighty one eighty, and that's how she parented me. Right? Mm-hmm. That, yeah. That's what happened in my head. That's where you get it from. Is that right? Oh yeah, you are a yeah. straighty one eighty. I thought you said I was going to look like Nana Muscuri. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> then I find out she just casually drops, or rather, Dad casually dobs her in at a conversation. We're sitting around the old table. Mum um, had just got up to get dessert, I think, and we were stacking out the plates. And we were talking about the kids and my children, whether or not they were going to get in trouble, you know, picking which one's going to end up, you know, getting expelled and not, you know, all that sort of gear. <laughs> and he just casually said, oh, well, 
Your mother once knocked off the tuck shop shop uh, tuck shop at school with her friend and stole everything, and um, yeah, she probably should have gone to uh, juvie. Wait, wait, she knocked off the tuck shop. At she school. broke into the tuck shop and stole stuff out of there. She went to a boarding school, it should be said, like a private boarding school. That was probably part of the problem. Maybe that's why she was there. <laughs> but she broke in with her best mate and stole stuff out of the tuck shop. And I was just, I sat there in silence just looking at her. She's just studiously ignoring the conversations even happened and, you know, putting the fruit salad in a bowl and the ice cream on top. Anyone want some cream? No, Mum, I think we need to talk about this. And she said, well... Oh, well, I suppose I was a little bit of a rebel at school. And, yeah, me and her best friend broke in and I hope that they'd expelled me, but they didn't. We just got punished. <laughs> I'm like, who are you? So did she bring home, like, what kind of food did she bring back? Like, Oh, know, well, back in, those, those, back days, in yeah. those days, it was bread and dripping. Hoop it is thick. Was she armed? No. Did she, <laughs> did she kind of think it was a little bit cool in a way, finding out something? Oh, or, my God, so cool. Yeah. Oh, great. But yeah. then, just so devastated that I spent all of those teenage years trying to be really, really good to gain her approval. <laughs> yeah. In the back of her head, she's a felon and should be in the locker. She wanted you in a balaclava. Exactly. She should be wearing orange down at the local college. Shop. Uh, so at 8301023, have you ever found out something about your parents that has made you do that? Just go, wow, I did not know that about you. In fact, I don't even know you. Give us a call. It's Julia from Ascot Park. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? Good. Okay. What happened with your mum? So um, it was my 21st and we'd sat down, had a really big DMM mm-hmm. and my mum told me that she had been a stripper all through my high school life. Get out. Yeah, it was a bit of a surprise, but yeah, yeah. to make ends meet, she did what she had to do and to keep up with the family tradition of going to a, a great school, um, she did what she did and at first in shock, but definitely very honoured and glad that she did what she did to give me the education I needed. That's amazing. So you had the family tradition that I'm presuming everybody goes to the certain private, you know, ex- which is expensive school and to do that, that's what she did. Yep, single mum, and she's like, well, I need to make it happen, and that's what she did. So she left every morning, came home every afternoon, did everything that any normal single mum would do. I had no idea, and that's what she was doing. Unbelievable. Wow. wow. Julia, you said that you're so proud that she did that. Do you now talk to her openly about it and what it was like back in the day and all that sort of stuff? Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's definitely something that I wouldn't want to do, but... All marks to her for doing it and giving me the life that I need now. So, yeah. And did anybody else in her life know that that's what she was doing at the time? No. She had. She was really good. She kept that under wraps. And um, I, I haven't spoken to her parents about it, but mm. I'm pretty sure that they must have known, but yeah. maybe not. Where did you think she was going at night? Um, well, I just thought she did, like, nighttime stacking of shelves at Woolies. Like, I had no idea. <laughs> well, it was stacking of sorts, so, Julia. <laughs> oh, what a... Li- All right, Julia, thank you so very, very much. No worries. Thank you. Bye. Let's go to Hewitt now. Alicia, what did you find out about your dad? At 14, I found out he wasn't my biological father. <gasps> oh, how did you find out? Uh, my mum just thought she'd tell me because I was due to get my licence in two years and she thought she'd get it over and done with before I see my birth certificate. Wow. And so how yeah. did you feel in that moment? Um, you know what? I wasn't upset, you know, that 
I don't know my biological father. I was just upset that the man that brought me up and shaped me into who I am today isn't my father when I really wanted him to be my father, but it never, ever changed the way yeah. I felt about him, yeah. ever. Your dad's still your dad, isn't it? You know, Exactly. It doesn't matter about you know? the genes. Did you ever pursue yeah. your biological father? No, and I never will. Oh, well, Alicia, it sounds like that even though I imagine at 14 that would have been a shock, you're very settled with it now. Yes, very, very. I've never, ever been you know, upset about it. I've never like, been nasty about it, and I've yeah. never used that against him. I just love him so much. Oh, oh you're a star, Alicia. Yeah. Thanks for calling. That's okay. Thank you. See you. We've been talking to you and asking you, when did you find out something about your parents that shocked you, Shano? Yes. Uh, Mamalo? This, well... I'm so glad that this story isn't about my parents, mm. but it was about my girlfriend's parents at the time. Now, her name was Holly. And uh, look, I'd met her parents a couple of times. Really nice people. Really sweet, nice mm. people. Mm. Um, you know, dressed quite well. I think they were a bit posher than I was. I was always a bit on, on edge when I was around yeah, them. Yeah, of course. Well, it's also your girlfriend's parents, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. But, but you know, they're the kind of family that had like nine different forks at the dinner table. You know, I don't know what, you know, this is, this is a salad fork. Yeah. Right. This is a meat fork. No mm-hmm. knives. Right. <laughs> All forks. Um, so we went out one day. We said, look, we're going to head out for the day. Um, and they're like, yeah, no worries. Enjoy yourself, guys. And off we went. And then about half an hour into the drive, uh, I think we're going down to the beach or something. I oh, know, the beach. <laughs> That's why I broke up with her. Um, she goes, oh, I need to go home. I forgot something. Oh, okay, all right, no worries. We'll go back. And so we drove back. And when we, when we went to go back into the house, the front door was locked, which is unusual for Holly because the door was always open. You just mm-hmm. let yourself in and out. And so she's like, oh, the door's locked. I said, well, do you have a key? She's like, uh, no, my parents always leave the door open. I'm like, okay, well. And, th- and then as I looked through the, the glass of the window, there I saw Holly's mum, nude, <laughs> just run across, the, run, run across the living room, like a flash, like a, like a, a, a beige <laughs> yeah. flash. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I'm like, is that your? And she's like, oh, my God, that was my mum. I thought, you know, oh, she must have, you know, been in the shower. Yeah, in or the just shower or something. That's fine. all right. Um, and then I saw her dad, nude. Run across the living room, also just a, just a, a blur of beige. I'm okay, like, oh my so, God. okay, so they're obviously showering together. Yeah, or yeah, you know, yeah, they're, yeah. Uh, a bit you know, of love, sweet yeah, cuddle that making. Happens. That's yeah, fine. Yeah. It's what that's parents fine. do. Um, Holly was devastated. I couldn't stop laughing. <laughs> um, and then it, it wasn't over there because we then saw another woman. I had no idea who she was. Never seen her before in my life. Also run naked from one side <laughs> of the living room to the other side of the <gasps> living room. After she ran, a man I'd never seen before <gasps> ran from one side of the living room to the other side of the living room. Nude flash beiges. Turns out my girlfriend's parents were swingers. <laughs> oh, my giddy aunt. And I'll never get that, uh, that mental picture out of, I out thought of my... they ju- I thought they just wanted to save water a lot. <laughs> and we're all sharing at the same time. It was horrifying. Wow. Yeah, I'm so glad that wasn't my parents. <laughs> We finding out about our, you know, parents' secret crochet obsession. The Ali Clark's Breakfast Show. E News. Mickey, Go on then. Mickey Rourke, guys. Oh yeah. Yeah, he's in the news. Look, I know we shouldn't judge people on their appearance. Oh. He has messed up his face, hasn't He's he? shook up. Oh, he didn't oh, always look like no. that? Oh, no, 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 no. It looked like a DIY facelift. It did. Yeah. It he did. went to the wrong guy. Mm. He was he was, he was, was the sexy man in the 80s. Oh. Eight and a half weeks with Kim Bessinger and Isn't Angel Hart. Eight and a half weeks, mate. Didn't you bother staying for the rest of the week? It was nine and a half, you ding that. <laughs> that was the sequel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't want to say anything. I didn't look at his face and think it looks a bit like a melted candle, but I didn't realise that he changed his face. No, no. There you go. So Mickey Rourke has gone on to uh, Piers Moore. Morgan. 
Uh, of course, you know how he is, mm. guys. Uh, and had a little bit of a conversation about Tom Cruise. Now, it seems like Mickey Rourke isn't a fan. Have a listen. When you see someone like Tom Cruise, you know, grossing a billion dollars with Top Gun Maverick, the sequel, 35 yeah. years or so after the first one, what do you, what do you think of that? That doesn't mean shit to me. The guy's been doing the, the same effing part for 35 years, you know? There's, you know, I mean... Uh, I got no respect for that. Really? I, I don't get, I don't give it, no, nah, that's re yeah, really, brother. I don't care about money and power. I care about when I watch Al Pacino work and Chris Walken and. You don't think Tom and, Cruise is a, is a good actor? I think he's irrelevant in my world. Wow. Mickey Rourke talking about Tom Cruise. Yeah. Thoughts? <laughs> um, well. To be fair, Mickey Rourke's performance in the wrestler where he won the Academy Award was amazing. He came from nowhere to do that. Correct, um, yeah. I don't know who, if you can say that he's irrelevant when he's earning so much money, and isn't that what the movies is also all about? And he's entertaining heaps of people. Well, he's doing the job, isn't he? Yeah, that's right. Well, seems like he's taking himself very seriously, Mickey Rourke. Is yeah. he one of those actors? Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, okay. But yeah, doesn't yeah. call if he's in a movie. He calls it a picture. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know one of those people? <laughs> Not a movie. I need my motivation. <laughs> what is my motivation? Um, in other news, completely uh, changed topic here. Look, some celebrities like to have maybe a line of handbags they bring out. Oh yeah, maybe might bring out some perfume. Yeah, Lisa Curry Kenny's bringing out mum bum. Stuff. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, the, yeah. Um, active wear. Yeah, active yeah. wear for mums. Yeah. I love it. Mm -hmm. um, well, Pete Davidson, we know, who now is dating uh, Kim Kardashian, also from Saturday Night Live, is bringing out uh, something of his own, and it's a um, it's a shaver for your private bits. Okay. Oh. There's that pause. I no, love. not yeah. okay. No, I love the pause. Not okay. Oh. Um, he's done Do we need one? It's called Manscaped, guys, and here's a little bit of him. This is an ad for Manscaped, the, uh, the shaver for your bits. This is Pete Davidson from Manscaped. <laughs> Surprise your girlfriend. Let's show them how hairless we can be, boys. Presentation matters. Don't make me get specific, because I will. Shave your... Shave it, baby. Got a hot date. I've been using this guy long enough to where I think it's time we went into business together. Meet the new face, among other parts, of Manscaped. I mean, it's quite svelte as a... Uh... As a razor, like you get to travel one, you could probably pop it in your bag if you want to, you know, going on holidays. But is there any reason to Sorry, have that? Boys, what's what's wrong with a bick? And and also, oh. are we really spending that? Are you really spending that much time? What's wrong with not doing it? That's what I'm saying. Are okay. you really spending that much time? No. Firstly, you cannot use a razor on your bits okay. because <laughs> it's all kind of um. Oh, what's the word? <laughs> don't. don't, <laughs> no, don't <laughs> I don't need it. I don't need it. It's like the surface of the moon. But no, like a like an old walnut. Or am I just... It's not just me. <laughs> no, but I know, I know what you mean. I mean, I don't see the need to get rid of all... You know, it looks like a pot, a pot chicken. Stop this now. Yeah. No was, I didn't want to hear the word. You've given me a lot of words, Eddie, and I don't want to hear any of them well, You can do, like, designs and shapes. Oh, and, like, what have you, stop like, it. Mohawks? Yep. Just be happy with yourself as long as you don't look like Mickey Rourke. <laughs> Oddly... <laughs>